Good morning. Welcome to the Parenting Versus Podcast. Podcast. It's a Saturday morning. I think I always have to say that. The morning of our daughter's birthday party. I'm going to move over to you. Um, we should probably figure this out like before we start recording a podcast. Yeah. Like the sounds and stuff, because it's pretty bad on... I think the sounds are part of... That... Oh, God, that's, like, really bad. Yeah. Remember our squeaky swing? Mm-hmm. Now we have squeaky chairs. Yeah. So, yeah, we're thinking about the party. We're getting things together. Um, birthday parties are are fun. Um, a lot of times they tend, not tend, but they can be... Um, on the stressful end, uh, when you're a parent and you go to and you go to parties, you kind of empathize with the parents that are freaking out and all sorts of stuff, right? I am having a hard time even focusing on what you're saying because that chair is really like creaky. Oh, sorry. Did you want to start over? No, I just no. I'm really tired. Okay. I'm like our daughter was in our bed last night. Again, mm-hmm. she's going through a phase, and I don't sleep well when she's in our bed. I don't, I just don't. <laughs> I yeah. feel like I'm going to roll over and crush her. I woke up at one point last night, and she was sleeping like a cat on top of the pillows, mm-hmm. like across the top of our two pillows. Yeah. And that was super weird, and I have no idea how she got up there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm tired, like my... Yeah. My I can't even talk. Like my body and my brain are just like tired. On top of that, um we stayed up late watching an episode and a half of Black Mirror and and then we had uh a discussion, we like talked after that. It was a lengthy conversation. Yeah. I think we needed it. I mean maybe I but maybe it. not at midnight. I don't know. I felt like it was very beneficial. Yeah. There's a lot of times when we don't really get to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I feel like we talk on the podcast all the time. Yeah, I do think that. I read somewhere on the internet too that that's kind of a, a millennial thing. What? Um, people have. I don't know where I read this. I don't know, but it's like you have a you have a meaningful conversation. So, so then let's get it on a podcast. Like why why can't a meaningful conversation? just be a meaningful conversation. I think for our parents and grandparents, it was. Yeah. No, I think so, too. But our generation were like, oh, man, this needs to be a podcast. Uh, no, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be. I think it goes with all different sorts of media. You see something beautiful, don't have to take a picture of it. or. But you do that. I know. All the time. I know. I'm not saying that I don't. I'm completely guilty. I can call I can call people out and include myself. Yeah. So. Um, no, that, that, that's that's something that I think our generation, like we have, just because you can record it doesn't mean you should always. Yeah, I know. Um, so, anyways, we did have a. I felt like it was definitely um, needed and. And uh, even though it was late. Yeah. 
I just, I don't know. I, I don't know how to say this the way I want to say it, so I probably just shouldn't say it at all. But I don't do well when I'm tired and people require a lot of energy or concentration from me. Mm -hmm. It makes me really resentful and really cranky because I, I just like, I don't do well when I'm tired. My whole mental state like shuts down. And so I get that we needed to have a conversation last night. I understand that it was meaningful, but it was also like, I felt sort of backed into a corner because I was really tired and I just wanted to go to sleep and for you, you need like resolution in the conversation, even if that takes an hour. And for me, I'm like, look, can we pick this up tomorrow when I'm more coherent? Mm -hmm. Turns out it is tomorrow and I'm still not coherent because I'm still tired. Yeah. So well, is, is this something that you don't want to do right now? No, I don't mind doing it. You want to talk about things on the podcast that are meaningful. This is meaningful. This is important to me. Okay. Well, I don't want to back you in a corner again. Okay. If that's what I was well, I doing feel last like, night. I feel like there needs to be a happy medium between like the way we deal with issues and the way we present those to each other because while I agree, like, yeah, like our conversation last night was good and it was beneficial. There was a point where I was like, look, this is a good stopping point. I'm really tired. Mm -hmm. And you were like, you kind of pushed the issue of like, you need resolution like right now. And not everybody works that way. Yeah. Everybody works differently. I agree. Um, I feel like we need to compromise on that a little more sometimes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's hard for for me to lay my head down and rest if I know that there is a problem. I'm like, I don't feel like there's a I'm problem. Like it's just a discussion. It's like vanilla, then a vanilla ice lyric. You have got a problem. Let's solve it or whatever. What was it? I don't know. I'm anyways. not a big vanilla ice fan. Um. <laughs> anyways, like there, if there's if there's a an issue, I just I feel like I need it to be. I need, I need, I need some sort of resolution. I don't like to go to bed when there's like all this tension. Like I feel, I, I feel it in my body. It's like the worst. But sometimes thing. it's just tension that you're like over exaggerating. Like I don't feel like there's tension and sometimes you need to sleep on things to get a clearer picture of how to handle them. Yeah. Like when you're, when you're tired and you're exhausted and you're sleep deprived, trying to sort out all of your like stuff right at that moment is sometimes not the best decision because yeah. you are not in your like a hundred percent. Yeah, so we had we, we do have an issue with that like communication, and we talked about this last night with three kids. Um, and yeah, we made that decision to have three kids, and it's on us. But um, okay, it's uh, it's like you're so busy that during the day you you need to. Number one, make sure three humans are living, fed, loved, cared for, all that other stuff. And that basically covers all of your time. But then you try to then you try to squeeze in um, the extra time for like um you know, doing things like taking care of yourself, um, taking care of your responsibilities, like your obligations, all this other stuff. And and then like your your time's gone. So, 
like what what time do you have for your spouse like to to talk with them and to like express with it express to them like what's on your mind and and there's and then and there is no time i mean apparently there is we're making a podcast about it yeah i know we are we are making can i ask can i ask you to like i'm sorry you're just it's like loud in my ear i don't know why it's just loud i wasn't trying to be rude just then i just it was really loud in my ear and i guess that made lorenzo mad so clearly we're both very tired today and a little cranky and i think we have a lot going on and um it can be frustrating when you feel like you're not on the same level as your spouse or you feel like you're coming at life from different angles and it's hard um i know lorenzo's been on edge lately and it's hard because i don't fully understand it i'm trying I think as a wife, it is hard to understand like the pressures that your husband or partner is dealing with. And sometimes you just want to throw your hands in the air and say, fuck it. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how to help you. I don't know how to fix you. I don't know how to relate to like what you're going through. And it's hard because you want to, but at some point you feel just like defeated and you feel like you can't, you can't relate and you're trying and so then it's like things like this where I'm just asking you know I just asked Lorenzo to kind of take his voice level down a little because I'm like we're sitting right here and I'm just tired and my brain hurts and noise for some reason is really affecting me this morning I don't know why and I wasn't trying to be like an asshole I just didn't know how else to say it because we were recording a podcast um I probably should have just said it aside, but I didn't. And that's bad on me, I guess. But I don't know. I think the thing that we are struggling with right now as adults, as parents, as spouses is just our dynamic has shifted a little bit. It's summertime. Like we talked about last night, you know, schedules change, things rearrange. I think that's a lyric from a song actually. Oh, it's Lauren Hill. (laughs) Seasons change and mad things rearrange. Um, But anyway, point being, like, we are both in this weird shifting mode, and I don't think we understand each other, and it's hard. It's hard because it affects every aspect of your parenting, of your being around each other, of your day-to-day, you know, there's so much going on, and there's so little time to communicate, and so people get really put on edge, and we need to make that time. I think we need to do a better job of it. Um part of our discussion last night was like, do we have to just talk on a podcast to talk at all? Like maybe we should just talk to each other and maybe we should make our technology not a priority. And then I get that. I think that we spend way too much time on our phones and way too much time doing things that we probably shouldn't on our phones. It's just, it's petty shit. It's stupid things. Um, so I think the, the main point of this is like, we need to take time to carve out time for each other and it needs to be quality time. Um, and for me, quality time doesn't necessarily have to happen on a podcast. I know for Lorenzo, like he enjoys the podcast. He feels like it's kind of our thing and it's something we do together and it helps. Um, which I agree it does. It does bring some clarity, but I think there's also time to just sit and talk without like a mic in your face. Um, and I think sometimes you forget that and it's hard. Parenting is hard. Being married is hard. We're 35. That is hard. 
I think even just the time in our life that we're having right now is like, you know, you're 35, you thought, you know, in your 20s that when you were 35, you'd have it all figured out and you'd be settled and you'd be stable and you'd have a career and you'd have everything, you know, put together just so. And it turns out it's not like that. Um, (laughs) And I think that it's not like that for a lot of people. But there's this expectation that at this age, you have all of your shit nailed down. And so that's a constant thing that we deal with. And there's a lot going on emotionally and in our minds and just even just being parents too. Each one of our kids is in a different spot. Like each one of our kids is at a different point in their growth and their maturity and their learning and their ability to see the world. And, excuse me, the perspective in which they see the world, it's, it's hard to like, it's exhausting trying to keep up with all three of those. You know, we have a, a just turned three-year-old yesterday and she is now like starting to exert her independence and she's no longer a toddler. She's a preschooler. And so that changes things. We have a four-year-old and he has all of a sudden realized that he doesn't have to listen to everything we say and he can say no. And, um, He's very curious, and so he gets into trouble, not on purpose necessarily, but just he's curious. He wants to see how things work. It's just where he's at in life. And so we have to be really cautious of that because he gets into things, and he dumps things out, and he just wants to see how they work. And so we have to remember that, like, hey, you can't leave that out. You can't leave this out. You can't do this because he's going to tear it apart or, you know, whatever. And then we have a seven-year-old who is super into science and explaining the world and explaining how things work and classifying things. And he's very eager to share the knowledge he learns. And so we want to take time to listen to that too. But sometimes, you know, he'll be adamant about like, I want to show you my ant farm. Look at my ants. They're so crazy. And you're like in the middle of a very serious situation. And you're like, oh my gosh, like I, I'm trying to deal with this right now. And you want to show me ants. And you have to remember that like to him at seven, that is like a big deal. And so it's like all of these different lenses and perspectives come into play with being a parent and like being married. And then, you know, lastly, unfortunately, it's usually your spouse and or your partner, like they get like the least amount of your energy and time and effort. Um, And I know I can only speak from my perspective, but like being a mom is taxing right now. I know it's taxing being a parent no matter what age you are, but I think for me personally, as a woman too, I feel like my kids take all of my mental space, my physical space, my energy, my efforts, you know, everything I do is consumed by kids. And at the end of the day, I'm mentally and physically exhausted. And so Lorenzo gets what's left over. And I realize that's not right. I realize it's not correct, Um, but I also am like, I'm not sure how to fix that right now. And so that kind of puts us in a slump and it's hard to deal with. And so I think that's one of the things we're trying to reconcile is like, what, what do we do for each other when we don't have anything left? Um, How do we help each other when we feel like we're done for the day or we have no energy left or we're just exhausted? And there's a naked baby. What happened to your clothes, Juju? They're in the living room by the TV. They're in the living room by the TV. Why?
and your parents and your friends, but they. Oh my god, that looks like a queen earwig. We're having a unicorn birthday today, so Mom, she decided I to get I naked. Like some kind of bug that looks like an earwig, but it's not. Yuck. Yuck. Let yuck. Me see it. <laughs> yuck, let me see it. So with yeah, that, um, I'm going to take a parenting pause, and I think Lorenzo and I will probably pick this up later. I think we probably need to have a conversation not on a podcast, and um, yeah, so we will be right back. And we're back, I guess. We are back, and we um, are better than ever. Better than ever, I hope. <laughs> um, I was just trying to convince Lorenzo <laughs> to join the Freemasons. So there, there has to be some context right now because this is a this is a new day. <laughs> yeah. And we attempted a podcast. I think it was yesterday. Uh, was yes. it yesterday? It was yesterday, it was yesterday morning. Yeah. Um, I had a little. I had a little introspective monologue. Yes. Just now. I haven't heard it. Oh, good. So we'll. But fart. here's the thing, you guys. I was looking. Okay. Sometimes, can I just say something? Yes. Sometimes I think of some weird shit, like really weird shit, and I'm like, I want to entertain that idea more. So can I was like, would, would you wonder, would you like a fizzy water? I would actually like a glass of wine, which we have. So I was. <laughs> thinking about secret societies because that's always kind of been a thing that I'm like, is that a real deal? Like, what's the deal here? I mean, we all saw the movie, like the skulls back in like the two thousands, because what's his name from Dawson's Creek was in it. And he was like kind of a hottie McHodderson in the day. So anyway, um, I I can't seem to think of his name now, but, (laughs) um, I was like, (laughs) I know I should Google it. So I Googled, are there secret societies in New Mexico? And of course the Freemasons come up and there's a Scottish Rite temple in Santa Fe, and we've always passed by it. And I'm like, it's I want to go. It's very there. pink. It's very pink. Scottish Rite's temple. So I was, your phone's ringing. So I was looking at the Freemason of New Mexico website to see, like, what do you have to do to become a Freemason? Step one, I can't because I'm a woman, which is ridiculous. They're jealous of your vagina. I know. I know. Free, free Masonette? <laughs> free Maiden? I'm a Free Maiden. Um, but anyway, I was like looking at the, at the um, requirements and I was like, I feel like Lorenzo could be a Freemason. So I was like, you should be a Freemason. Let's hmm. do this. I don't have a vagina. I qualify. You qualify. I was just thinking it'd be really fun for you to like become a Freemason and just see what that's about. Hmm. Although you're probably like sworn into a secret oath and you wouldn't be able to tell us what it's about. I'm required to hate women. No, no, no. Freemasons have wives dude. But, huh. um, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna see if Lorenzo can become a Freemason. Oh, you're gonna recruit me. No, I'm not gonna recruit you, but they are. Hmm. You have to get a petition signed, hmm. and someone has to sponsor you, hmm. and then you have to take an oath. We saw a movie. I feel like you you only have to believe in a supreme higher being, and hmm. you can be from like different religions. Although the weird thing is, you could be like I you be- cannot be an atheist and be a Freemason. So I hmm. learned something today. Interesting. So I think you should join the Freemasons just for funsies. Okay. I bet um, they have a secret Freemason bar. What was the movie we saw? I don't know. We saw like half of a movie where like the guy joined a Freemason like little neighborhood thing. 
have no idea what you're talking about. We saw it was like a Netflix movie or a Hulu movie or like <laughs> some straight to Netflix. All those straight to net straight to Netflix movies are starting to become pretty pretty. Here's good. the thing I want to know: if there's mm-hmm. any Freemasons out there that happen to listen to this parenting podcast, um, what are the perks, nay, the benefits of being a Freemason? There's a bar. Is there a bar? I think that's the and BFW, bro. No, I think there's a Freemason bar. Like there the, fucking and, better be. Well, if you're going to join a secret society, there better be a bar. Right. we got to give some context on this because as this podcast is published, there is an intro where I'm doing a lot of talking. You're being a lot of pissed off. I leave. Whoa, whoa. What? Let me let me correct you right there. Okay. I was not pissed off. You assumed that I was pissed off. Okay. You're bad. My bad. Anyways, I did a lot of talking. You did a lot of not talking. And I did a lot of assuming. And right now I'm doing a lot of drinking. Holy moly. Um, it's wine. Calm down. It's, the, it's an ancient drink. It's it's really the nectar of the gods. And also, I, it's, a new, it's a New Mexico wine that has fabulous legs. Look at it. I do see those God, legs. look at those legs. They're goddamn gorgeous. Yeah. So, One of my friends admired my legs uh, yesterday. Good-looking legs. Who? <laughs> who? A man. Okay, that... Who? I don't want to embarrass him. Just say it. Say a first name. It was James. Oh, well, James, that's... He's like, you man, you've been running. I don't want to say you don't count, James, because you count. You're a human. Yeah. You count in this world. Yeah. But, like, when you say James looked at your legs, I'm less, I'm less like, threatened by that. Okay. Right. <laughs> because the other day... Let me tell a James story. James, remember the other day when I came over to your guys' house and it was your Friday off? You're breaking some sort of podcasting rule right There's now. There's no rules in podcasting. <laughs> that's what's the best part. James, I came over to your house and I was hanging out with your wife in the kitchen and then you ran past all fast. Like, I, apparently you did not have a shirt on. I didn't see it, but your daughter and your wife mentioned to tell me, oh, haha, James is embarrassed. He's not wearing a shirt. And I'm like, whatever. And then you came in the kitchen and you're like, we're wearing matching shirts. And I'm like, you cheated because it's the same color as mine and you already saw my shirt. Hmm. So you can admire my husband's legs. It's fine. It's right. fine. God, that's how I feel every day. Right. I'm going to sort this out. You talk about stuff. <laughs> I'm going to turn off the movie. Yes, turn off the movie. <laughs> that backfired big time. Want you to turn off the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. Um, it's Father's Day anyway. And we are going to go to a barbecue and have fajitas at my parents' house and swim a little bit but it's just funny because when other men look at my husband's legs I'm like you know it's all good I can appreciate that another man appreciates my man's physique I'm down um and even if it was James I feel like okay fine James enjoy the view I guess and also just side note you cheated because you saw the color of my shirt before and then you put on your shirt and it doesn't count. I've right. said my piece. I've said my piece. So, context. <laughs> <laughs> we had a podcast. And we're joining um, the Freemasons. Yes. Today. We had a podcast. We've been recruited. We started a podcast yesterday morning. Um, you said something. No, you were telling me to be quiet. That's what it was. Over and over and over. You're telling, you were hurting my ears. You were telling me to be quiet. Over and over and over. And then, like, like on the podcast, you're like, hey, can you, like, quiet down? 
and it really it, it made me angry mm-hmm. um so i turned off the podcast and i went to my room i took a shower you had a bitch fit i did um and since really there's no is the term no holds bars what's that i don't know i don't know anyways I don't say that so I've heard that somewhere. No holds barred? Yeah, no no holds barred. We don't have um, a lot of restraints, nor do we have any filter. Either do we give a shit. Yes, we do not giveth a shit. <laughs> and we recognize that parenting is hard, and so is marriage. Mar- I don't know, what's harder, parenting Fucking or marriage? Fucking adulting is hard. What's, what's harder, parenting or marriage? Parenting. Hmm. Marriage is hard, but like when it's only you and the other person you have to concentrate on, hmm. you get shit done. I feel like marriage is harder. Really? Either way. Agree to disagree. When in Rome. Yeah. When in Rome. Cheers. When in Rome. Cheers. Mm. Oh, what a ring to that. Mm. Mm. Ah. Might I suggest a friendly pause to all the listeners out there? Mm-hmm. Go get yourself a bottle of wine. Now. Now. We'll wait for you. Okay. How long do we wait? <laughs> They've probably paused it. We're okay. good now. Okay. Continue. We're good. All right. You have your wine. I hope it's a good wine. Mm. Hope it's hopefully it's a good beer. It's Manzano. Ah, it's a local New Mexican wine. It's, it's a good. it's our sweet red. Good choice. You guys, you guys made a really good choice. Whatever you have there in your hand right now, listener. Look in the mirror. Good job. Look in the mirror. Look at so yourself proud in the of eye. You. God, you guys notice the color of your own eyes and say you're beautiful. Good choice. Say today I accept me. <laughs> today, I'm my own best friend. There's something wrong with us. I'm my hero. All right. So, anyways, um, hold on. Cheers to you, you magnificent bastard. You're a, you're just a son of a bitch. You're a beautiful son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You've done it. You've succeeded. All right. We're gonna move on. All right. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. We have issues. We have major but issues. <laughs> major, major issues. We all are also very much um, out in the open with like what's what's going on. <laughs> I have to say something before I forget. Yes, go ahead and say it. Um, so today's Father's Day, yeah. Mm-hmm. We went to this place. Today's Father's Day, yeah. Today's Father's Day, yeah. <laughs> so we we went to this place called Restoration Pizza. Shout out Restoration Pizza in yes. Albuquerque. You're magnificent too. Yes, you have great beer. My grandma loved your place. My favorite pizza is the Roadrunner. Just so you know. Yes, it has. It's they're not pine nuts though. And pinion. I've, yes, the pinion. But anyway, the point is, I was going to give a shout out to the Roadrunner. I mean Roadrunner. Um, how's our Restoration Pizza and the Road uh-huh. Roadrunner Pizza? Mm-hmm. But also Lorenzo's grandma and I had a beer or two together. Um, we had an elephants on parade. Nay. We had several elephants two. on parade. You had two each. It was a, definitely a parade Two's of elephants. A, two is all it takes for my grandma. His grandma, we ran into our friends there. Yes. And his grandma was feeling our friend's muscly arms. Yeah. And breasts. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my favorite moment with your grandma to date. Like, uh-huh. she's like, oh, John, come here. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then she's, like, feeling his pet, like, not his pecs, but his, like, uh, what are those right here? Um, what are these? Biceps. Ones? Biceps. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I think your grandma just felt John's biceps. Like, yes. enjoyably so. She's a woman. She's a widow. I mean, she can do that. She's she not breaking any rules. Also, she's she's north of 80. North of 80, So, yeah. 
when I'm that old, I hope I can just go around feeling <laughs> men's muscles. Hey, baby, I've had a few elephants on parade. Give me those arms. <laughs> Do whatever the heck you want. Yeah. Um, that was just a good moment. Anyway, I'll be sorry. dead. So whatever you want to do. Um, I mean, maybe not. Yeah. So if, you're, be if you're confused on this podcast because of our demeanor, <laughs> our demeanor right now is, is, is uh, jovial. Mm. And our demeanor at the beginning of this podcast was probably murder. not. It was probably <laughs> it was murder. We had a murder demeanor. Um, it's because a day has passed more than a day. About, I don't know. Probably 30 hours has passed. 24 hours. 30. Oh, see. Um, but, um, yeah, so a lot, has, a lot has happened. Yesterday was our daughter's birthday, but uh, I wanted to share this. I, I, I always feel a little bit weird sharing. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to share too much, but I also realize that there are marriages out there and a lot of shit happens under the radar because you don't want to share and you feel embarrassed um, but I want if there, I think, if there are people listening I want them to know that they are not alone in any mm-hmm. sort of struggle mm-hmm. and I know that our situation is not unique right and um, we're all in this together so let's do it yeah, together so let's we struggle together and we have three cures together, right? we, not cures we have three kids we have three kids um, and we love them to pieces they also uh, are the reason they, they, They're the reason I drink a lot. Yes. You sometimes. don't even drink a lot. Sometimes. Like you don't even drink a lot. Not you a lot, but there's times. You don't even really drink. Like, I'm really surprised you even had a glass of wine. But anyway, um, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'd like K- to thank the K- Academy. Kids are, kids are hard. And in our culture, it is very common to see pictures online of all the good shit you're doing. And mm. like, oh my God, my kids are so awesome. Look how beautiful they Can are. Can I say something about social media? Sure. Bitch, please. Fuck social media. Bitch, please. Fuck it. Sorry if you're a Christian. I just hurt your ears. Sorry, you're if, you go to, sorry if you go to our church. Judge hey, me when you see me. Hold on. Can I just say that if you're a Christian, non-Christian, atheist, agnostic, whatever you are, Buddhist, Scientologist, we have to talk if you are. But other than that... This is real life. Do what you And sometimes do. you drop an F bomb. So sometimes, you can handle it. Sometimes the only word that can describe your feeling at that moment is fuck. Yes. Or um, maybe not. I don't no, like seriously, like I don't know. Okay, so um <laughs> last week mm-hmm. I uh was doing something, who knows what I was doing? Probably laundry or dishes or maybe I was cleaning up shit off the carpet, who like knows? I don't know. Shit. It was something. Yeah. And I hit my toe on some piece of furniture, and I was like, I was like, I didn't say anything. I was just like, ah, that fucking hurt. I didn't even say that. I just said, ah, that like that hurt. And my mind is like, ah, ouch. Yes. Um, and then, not 10, 15 minutes later, I hit the same damn toe on something else, and it hurt even more. And I was like, the only thing that worked at that moment was like shit or yeah. fuck. I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah. But it hurt. Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes... Yeah, sometimes there's just nothing you can do but say a bad word, and it makes you feel better. Um, You know, it's funny, because one of my friends the other day told me that I should write a book. Hang on, you have friends? (laughs) What friend? Your brother? Katie. Okay. She lives in Kamano Island, Washington. Hmm, it's an island in Washington? Yes. And she, I sent her some jewelry 
one time because she had ordered some for her and her wife, and mm-hmm. she sent me some huckleberry jam, and it was great. Mm. Um, it pays to have friends in the Pacific Northwest. It's but true. anyway, so Katie has a new baby named Lucy, and she is so freaking cute. Congratulations. Katie. Katie. She is adorable. She's the cutest baby I have ever seen. She's so, so freaking cute. Anyway, so I was talking about how in the morning I walked into the laundry room and I walked into a puddle and I realized that we are potty training our three-year-old and I was like, oh. Are you sure it wasn't some other liquid? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I almost slipped on it and then I realized it's piss. It's toddler piss. And I was like, well, fuck my life. I almost just slipped to my death in a puddle of toddler piss. Okay, (laughs) it's fine. It's no big deal. I can handle it. It's uh, it sucks, but I'll I'll wash my foot off and I'll continue. Right. Later that day, later that day, mm-hmm. we have this blow up kiddie pool that we bought at Costco this year. Um, Shout out to Costco, by the way. I mean, God knows how much we love Costco. We talk about it all the time. I'm just gonna say, like, that's a mid thirties thing. Yeah, Costco's the shit. I in your ca- I caught myself yesterday saying, "Hey, we got this at Costco." These, mm-hmm. I got these at Costco. Have you been to Costco before? Like, these are really cool. I got them at Costco. Like, Yo, have you guys ever seen how amazing Costco is? Have you ever been to Costco? Have you ever heard of Costco? Are you hungry? They'll feed you. No, but for real. Um, I feel like your mid-30s is like peak Costco membership time. Mm-hmm. It's like prime time for Costco memberships. Um, but anyway. So we're in the kiddie pool. And all of a sudden, the boys run in. They're like, Bleh! And I'm like, what? Same day, by the way. They're like, Juliet pooped in the pool. And I'm like, good God. She pisses in my laundry room and she poops in my fucking kiddie pool. All right. Okay. And it wasn't like a clean poop no. from what I hear. I was no. not there. No. Let me put it nicely. Okay. You know what? You have kids. You're listening to this. You obviously have kids. Let's talk real for a minute. We went to a baseball game the night before. It was an isotopes game and she had a shit ton of salted peanuts. And cotton candy. That should tell you what her poop was like. Okay. It was salted peanuts and cotton candy. Poop. And, and French fries. God. It was disgusting. So I'm like, all right. So then the kicker is that our neighbors ring the doorbell. They have kids our age and like they play. Oh, here they come. And they come in and all of the kids, all of them run back to the pool before I can tell them not to do it. They're all back there trying to play in the pool. And I'm telling my friend who's our neighbor, hey, don't let your kids in the pool because my daughter just like pooped in the pool. You don't want your kids in there. I promise. Like mother to mother, I'm going to let you know, like, don't put your kids in my kiddie pool. It's disgusting. So kids are all back there. I'm like, get out. There's poop in the pool. It's super nasty. And my neighbor being the freaking boss bitch that she is, like, I'm so happy that she's my neighbor because I could not ask for a better neighbor. It's like, hey, let's like clean this out. I'll help you. And I'm like, you would help me clean out a kiddie pool full of poop? Like, you're the best neighbor in the world. And then to kick it off after we're done, she's like, do you want a beer? I like have beer at my house. I can go grab one. Like we can just kick back. And I'm like, dude, you are the best neighbor on the planet. Like hands down best neighbor I've ever had in my life. So we cleaned the kiddie pool full of shit. We had a beer afterwards. The kids played in the pool after it was clean. And that was great. And then that night our daughter had a tummy ache and I heard the noise. It's a familiar noise. We're like, like it's like, and you're like, oh god, the my kid's gonna puke. Last night? No, two nights ago. I was like, our kid's gonna puke in our bed. Yes, I remember that. I remember and just the no. Just she the puke. sat. Yeah, she sat up, and I caught her just in time. I put my hands out in a little bowl like this. Lorenzo can see it, yes. and she puked in my hands. I caught it. I literally caught her puke because I'm a mom, and I know what that sounds like. And I'm like, bitch, I'm ready. Sorry, maybe I shouldn't say that, but I was ready. 
Say whatever the hell. In the middle of my sleep, I was like, here's my hands, puke into those. Because we're mm -hmm. not going to make it. If you're going to spew, spew in this. Exactly. And so the same day, I slipped in toddler piss. I cleaned out a pool full of poop. And I had a toddler, toddler bleh, puke in my hands. So Katie's like, you should write a book. And it should start out with, like, who pissed in my laundry room. And I was like, yeah. And the sequel is going to be who pooped in my pool. <laughs> and then the third one's going to be who puked in my hands. I think that would be a really good so book. So I'm actually thinking about doing that. You know why? No because joke. No, because parents... Parents, parents need to know okay. they're not alone in the, in the nasty shit. But they feel so alone. Right. Because, like... I mean, this has been said 10 million times before, but, like... In our culture today, we are so damn connected. Like, we are communicating more than we've ever communicated in the history of the entire earth, right? Like, mm -hmm. every single thing that can happen, we can communicate it. Right. And it's there instantly. But we don't communicate the bad things. Like, why would you communicate the bad things? Like, you're not going to communicate, like, I mean... The bad shit. Like you're no, not totally. you're not going to. You're gonna. Well, you're... think about back in the Renaissance, people had family portraits painted of their beautiful, perfect little families. Yeah, they didn't have family portraits painted of like the syphilis and the yeah. mistresses that they had on the that's, side. And, and that's like, that, that's human nature. It happens. Right. Like you're you're going to you're going to um, have project what you think your peers yeah. want to see. Yeah, exactly. And, and but now it's happening at a scale that is like just insane. Right. Right. So when you're online, you're like. And we're always connected. We're always mm -hmm. on our damn phones. Like, I found myself holding onto my phone even when I'm not using it. Like, I do that. Like, I hold my phone even when I'm not using it. I'm watching a show with you and I'm holding my phone. Like, why do I do that? I, I don't know. I was in church today. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, posting shit to my Poshmark. And I was like, what am I doing? And the sermon was, like, about, like, capitalism and consumerism. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm that person. Like, yeah. I'm right here. I'm, like, listening to the sermon about capitalism. Mm -hmm. And I'm posting stuff on Poshmark. Yeah. Like, how the fuck cliche am I right now? Like, you nailed me. You got me. Mm -hmm. Like, thank you, Roger, for calling that shit out. Because I was definitely doing it during yes. your sermon today. No. 100%. And the thing is, Roger, like I hate to say this, like, I don't hate to say it, actually. I, I'm happy to say it. But Roger is a great, like, he's a great speaker. Mm -hmm. He's not even our pastor. He's like the associate pastor. He's a pastor. A pastor. He's a great speaker and he's engaging. And I really enjoy listening to him talk. And I was still like doing that. Yeah. Like, it's so bad. And um, I was sitting in the back doing sound and I was observing not just you, but there was probably half a dozen two dozen I don't know some amount of dozens of people also on their phones one guy was looking at guitars on his <laughs> phone I, I noticed that um, another like uh, person of the of the church uh, leadership was texting somebody else was look, looking at their phone like I can like from from the back I can see what everybody's doing and they're all pretending to inconspicuously be taking yeah. notes, even though your no brother was. was on his phone like half the like most of the service yeah. actually. Um, he was taking notes. Was he? Yeah. Okay. He had a legit journal and he was like writing, and I was like, "Whoa, you're yeah. like That's making cool. me feel pretty um, bad right now." So, anyways, like yeah, people are on their phones all the time. Yeah. And I was on my phone. Like I'm not. I'm. I mean, I was on my phone. The first I did both services. First service, I kind of I, I I listened and I paid attention or whatever. The second service, I'm like I've listened to this already. So the second service, I was actually looking up security. 
Hmm. Um, like phone security. Mm -hmm. I have an Android phone and I found out that Google basically listens and records to everything I say on my Google Homes, all of them. Oh, totally. We have uh, a Google Home Mini. You haven't noticed our advertisements are like definitely tailored and like the things that come up on everything. So Google is selling all of our information. Basically everything that we voluntarily say to Google, it's all sold. So we have a Google Home Mini, Mini, a Google Home Max, a regular Google Home. We have a uh, Chromecast Ultra. We should like start talking about regular Chromecast. random like giraffes, like nonstop in our house. Just say just the start, word giraffe. Start, if you start Googling giraffes, it's going to show up on your shit. Yeah. Um, but we have three Google Homes, two Chromecasts. Um, and, and a partridge it, and a pear tree. <laughs> yes. And I found on my on my Google settings, all of that shit is is recorded. Mm-hmm. I In fact, I can go back into my... In my into my settings and I can hear my voice, your voice, Luke's voice, and Riley's voice every time they make a search. Really? After every time somebody says, okay, Google, or hey, Google, whatever so information say, is said after so that, it's recorded. if you say, recorded. okay, Google, or hey, Google, does that automatically become like a public domain? Um, like I record? Don't know. It's, it's supposed to be still private, like it's your information, but they, whatever you search is then sold to advertisers. And advertisers pay big money to Google to target, um, to to I'll target to this target bitch. Just like kidding. specific ads to you. I like wine. I like wine a lot. I also like Costco. Mmm, dessert. Wine, Costco, dessert. Google wine, Costco, dessert. Let's see mm-hmm. what you come up with. They're gonna send it to you. Good. They better. There better be some so, goddamn good um, dessert too. I mean, like, okay. So, for example, all the shit that I send to Google goes to my Instagram feed. This and is starting to feel like a Black Mirror episode, and it no, it, it totally is. Like Black Mirror is not that is not that far off. So here's my um, here's my targeted ads. There's one that's from the Band app. I don't even know what that is, but um, it's just called the Band app. Who knows? Um, the next sponsored ad is uh, TickWatch Pro, which is a it's a smartwatch. And it's a really cool smartwatch. It's because you've been talking about your smartwatch with the um, kids, and you've been like, "Oh, I don't wear it anymore because I don't have blah." Yeah, I don't. I don't have my. I don't use my Apple Watch anymore. So they're I don't trying have, to I don't get you buy another anymore. one. Um, ooh, Joe went. Joe went to a brewery. Where is it? Is it a good one? I don't know. Let's see. It's called the uh, Optimism Brewing Company. Is it here? Oh no! It's in. It's in. Let's shout them out, bro. Let's shout these. Shout out to Optimism Brewing Company. Oh, it's in Seattle, Washington. Our friend Joe's in Seattle, apparently, and he's at Optimism Brewing. So Optimism shout Brewing. Out, shout out. It looks delicious. Shout out Optimism. There you go. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, oh, let's see. Another smartwatch from... Your mom's house. Fata Tattoos, Armand Jordan. Who knows what that is? Uh, what else? What else we got? I'm going to do one more. Ancestry.com. Mm. That makes sense. We've been talking about that a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I, I, I researched security. I looked at um, secure browsers. So there's yeah. one called DuckDuckGo, mm-hmm. um, which is a secure. Like um, DuckDuckGoose, but yeah. Go. Clever. It's, it's DuckDuckGo. It's a uh, search engine slash browser. They don't track you. They don't save your information. They don't sell what you search to advertisers. Google is a is is a trillion dollar company, almost a trillion dollar company, because mm-hmm. they sell your information to, um, to advertisers. Yeah. So there you have yeah. it. Interesting. 
Yeah, the world's a strange place. It's, um, I mean, Freemason, Freemasons, I can't even talk, Freemasons mm-hmm. and advertising shit and all kinds of crap. Mm-hmm. It's, I feel like we're in this just, like, hole of technology, and I was actually thinking about that um, last night. You were asleep. I fell asleep pretty quickly. Really I? early. I, I came what out happened? Of, I don't how, know. How the hell did, I, did that I, even happen? I don't know. I was expecting you to be awake and like, hey, let's watch some Black Mirror, but you weren't. I was so down, and then I, I, I laid down for a second, and yeah, I was like. Yeah, and you were out. So I went into the bedroom, and I was like, I'm going to just, like, throw some PJs on. And I was like, oh, Lauren's asleep. Okay, well, I'm not tired at all right now. Um, I'm kind of a night owl, actually. Like. I thought I was. I'm, I am, and I always have been. Um, excuse me. Um. So, you were asleep, and I went and watched an episode of 2020 and um, ate way more food than I probably should have. I was, like, I think I was stress eating last night, actually. I ate a lot yesterday, too, actually. It was just, like, a weird day. It was, like, we had the barbecue for our daughter's birthday. Do you ever say, just, like, like, fuck it, and I'm just going to eat this, whatever it is? That's exactly how I felt last night. Yes. I was, like, macaroni salad, let's bring it. And I was, like, I'm still hungry. (laughs) I was, like, leftover fajitas, I'm down. So, I had that. You had leftover fajitas? Yeah. Um, Where'd you get fajitas from? They were in the fridge. What? You had some stir fry thing with chicken in there. Oh, I did make that. Yeah. I forgot about that. I that ate was it. that was only like three nights ago. Yeah, I ate it. Was it good? It was delicious. You liked it? I did. I'm good. Thank you for that. Mm. Um, so I ate it. <laughs> mm. And I watched twenty twenty and I was like, Man, this is great. This is excellent. Um But I was I started to think about that, like just like how much technology has changed the course of history and life and the way we deal with life and the things we do. Um, I'm a big true crime fan. So I was watching 2020. It was like a murder mystery. And that was the thing. It was like, it was like social media had played a part in this person's capture. It was like, they all knew that this guy murdered his wife. Like it was like, they all knew it, but they had no way to prove it. Hmm. And then social media was like the final, like, this is how we prove it Hmm. factor. Hmm. And I'm like, you know, even like 20 years ago, this would not have been a thing. Like, this guy would have walked free. But because he had a Facebook account, like, all of a sudden, he's guilty because it's public domain. Hmm. Um, so it's just interesting because I'm, I think about that a lot. I think about how technology has just changed and shaped so many things. Yeah. And, like, we were even talking today at lunch with your mom and your grandma about how, like, you know, we don't want our kids to have cell phones super young. And, like, the first cell phone I got, I was, like, 18. And you were, like, 18 or 19. But, like, the age is changing. And our kids are probably, like, realistically, because of technology, going to have cell phones at, like, 10 or 9 or 8 even. And that's, that's like, that kind of freaks me out. But at the same time, culture and society, like, that's the way it's going. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be such an anomaly in a few years for, like, an 8-year-old to carry around a cell phone. Yeah, true. I mean, it's not even now, really. And that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. Absolutely. All right. So tech talk, tech talk, tech talk. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Ah, shit. Um, I prefaced the beginning of this podcast was kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Um, yesterday was a shit day, Mm -hmm. even though it was a joyous day because it was our, our daughter's birthday party. We basically spent the entire day not speaking to each other. No, we didn't. Um, and we're speaking now. We're super mature, which is okay. Super mature emotionally too. But it's, it, it, it happens. And, um, I'm sure our friends felt super awkward around mm-hmm. us, which I'm sorry, well, we're, friends. We're talking nitty gritty. So, I mean, the outcome basically of yesterday is that we decided we are going to go back into some some couples counseling. We're going to do counseling. Mm-hmm. And I think it's but, good. I think we need to. So, I, I want to backtrack a bit, though. Okay. 
Um, we threw around the word divorce. Separation. We, we said we threw around the word divorce and no, separation. No, I threw around separation. We I said separation too. I said divorce. Maybe you said divorce once. Like we've done that before. Mm-hmm. We've said it before. We've said divorce. We've said separation. We've said we've said I can't live with you. Um, I'm done. Like we're so different. Um, this isn't working. Like like all of those things have been said. And it's hard in that moment. And I, was, and, I was looking at jobs yesterday. Like, okay, I'm going to be a single mom. I'm going to support three kids. Like, how am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. Like, I was in that mode of like, okay, I'm going to get this shit figured out. Yeah. And we even talked to our son. Mm-hmm. Which is, I, is damaging. And, I, and I, I realize that we probably shouldn't do that. Unless we're dead serious. But at the moment that we were talking to him about, hey, mommy and daddy might need to take a break. We're super serious. Like, I, I was pretty fucking serious. I yeah. was like, you know, like, I'm moving out. Like I texted our pastor. Yeah. Yeah. I texted James. I mean, I, I hate throwing names out there, but like. That's fine. Um, we told our parents, like, we were, we were, like, so hurt at that moment. Both of us. But the thing is, these are these are wounds that have been festering for a long time. And I think we both came to the realization at the end of the day that, like, they're not going to go away just because we separate or we walk away from something. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we're both game for counseling. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, and this is just a side note, like, PSA. But you can't, like, with your relationship or any other issue, you can't go to counseling, like, two times and think that it's going to be fixed. Oh, yeah. Counseling is a process. It takes months sometimes, but you have to be committed to the process. Does does counseling help you reflect on yourself? Yes, it's supposed to help you reflect on yourself. Even though you're there with your, your spouse? Yeah, because a lot of times couples counselors will have you come in together, and then they'll counsel you separately based on the issues they see when you're together. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have you come back together for sessions when it's necessary. It's It's... It's an inclusive process, mm-hmm. but it's also very intensive. So it's individually intensive and it's intensive as you as couples. And like, I think with me, like, I don't want to go to some Christian counselor who's just going to be like, you need to read the Bible together because our issues are way deeper than that. And like, I really do feel like real life speaking, like there's some shit that we need to really sort out mm-hmm. because I don't want to be here in 10 years and be arguing about the same bullshit that we were arguing about yesterday. And so I'm choosing to go to counseling with you, and so are you. But it's a commitment. It's a process. It's not going to be, like, two sessions and, like, oh, we're fine now. Yeah. I mean, if you take 10 years to build to build these issues, it's going to take a couple times to really figure out how to solve them. And I'm being real when I say that. Like, I think couples counseling is good for everybody, but I think that for you and I, like, we need to have somebody mediate, mediating the in-between. Translating. Right. Because and at least that because, we can agree on. Because so. a lot of times we do speak a different language. Nay, a different love language. I don't know. Don't even start with yeah. that shit. There is some truth in that, though. No, I know, but, like, it, I'm not going to go there with you today. That's okay. You don't have to. So, so yeah, I mean, that's what, that's, that's where we are. And I definitely marriage is fucking hard so and what, it's not so, always fun. So what's harder marriage or parenting? 
don't know. I feel like parenting makes marriage harder. Yeah. Uh, parenting also kind of um, traps like, you in marriage. It distracts you from. Well, par- I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're married and you don't have kids around, like you're. It's you're, easier to walk away. Yeah, you're more likely to just be like, "Fuck it!" Like. There's and, no, there's no like fallout. Yeah. It's, I mean, not, that's not true. There's no. It's not as. Like, you have other, like you have other humans involved. It's not just you. Right. So, but there's people that stay in marriages because they have kids and they're miserable. And it's yeah. like the minute the kids graduate and move out of the house, like they divorce. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want that. I don't like, want that either. I, I want to, so we, we made a choice 10 years ago and I either want to, and, and I'm going to try my hardest to, no matter what, like, um, I don't, I don't want any decision I make to be because there's lack of effort or lack of lack of trying. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I do know is that anything that is worth anything requires sacrifice. Like it requires sacrifice. Anything that's worth anything requires sacrifice. I know that. That's just that's for me. That's just such a truth in life. I guess my like, question would be like, at what point do you say, okay, this is not going to work? I've tried what I can try. I've done what I can do. And I'm not sure, but I, I, I think that a lot of things boil down to... Um, effort? Well, there's effort, and there's also, like, a self-reflection thing. Like, how much of this is caused from my own bullshit? But but some shit is hard. Like, mm-hmm. and, and anything that's hard is worth something. Like, nothing that's that's worth nothing is not hard. For example college degree mm-hmm. fucking sucks right you don't want to write no i don't have one you don't want to write that motherfucking paper you don't want to talk to your peers like you hate your peers fuck those people <laughs> maybe i don't know maybe maybe i'm just an asshole but you don't want to take that exam you don't want to study you don't want to do any of that shit it takes it takes a lot of sacrifice to get that degree and once you're there, once you've earned it, then it's worth it. And you're just like, wow, like, this is good. Like, I'm glad I did that. And that happens with anything. Any, I don't, I don't and I don't, I, I don't think that marriage or parenting is that much different. Like, I, I really don't. I have a dirty yard. My yard sucks. I'm not, I'm not, maybe it doesn't, but my, my yard is. It does. Okay. It's going to take me. <laughs> It's going to take a lot of sacrifice for me to pull weeds, sit in the sun, plant grass, um, do some landscaping. That's a lot of work and that's a lot of sacrifice. Sacrifice. That, I mean, that just keeps coming back to me. You know, it's, I think the hard part is people sometimes confuse sacrifice with length of time. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't, I don't talk about this a lot with you but like before we met uh-huh. I was in a relationship for like five years and it was pretty serious and uh-huh. there was some heavy shit that went down and um, I think the thing that kept us together even when we probably shouldn't have been together he and I was that this amount of time had gone by and it was like this 
well, we've been together for so long. Investment. Right. It's like, it's like, well, we've gone through so much. Like if we walk away now, it's just a waste. And so we were staying in this relationship simply for the fact that like we had already been together for a long time. And I don't think that's right either. No. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like just because you've invested a lot of time time. in somebody does not mean it's the right thing for you. And I think that that's, for me, that was like a really hard thing to reconcile Mm-hmm. Because, like, he and I, like I said, we were together for a really long time. We had a very serious situation. Um, I almost had a child with him, almost. Um, and if we want to get into the nitty-gritty, like, I had a miscarriage at Bible college. And it was pretty heavy shit. Um, and I realized in that moment, like, he was not going to be a good dad. Like, he would not ever be a good dad. And he would never be the partner that I, like, needed him to be. I don't think that's fair. Maybe not at that moment, Maybe but not. after time, like I'm sure he would have been fine. I, I honestly don't know. I, I don't know, but and he, I can't. But I can't think about what ifs because it's not. Yeah. That's not the way it turned out. Um, but at that moment, I was like, okay, like, and that situation was like the breaking point for me, where I was like, okay, like, we just went through this, and this is what I've seen as far as like. Like him. So I can either weigh out the timeline we've been together, like the time, or I can weigh out the situation at hand. And honestly, I feel like this is not going to work. I Even think, though I th- we've been together for a long time. I think what you mean, like, there's a difference between length of time and, like, deepness. Mm-hmm. Like, is and that is, of- is that relationship deep or is it shallow? Right. Like, there could be a lengthy time, but it could be just, like... it. I mean, there's huge lakes that li- that exist on Earth that are... Hundreds of square miles in, like, they, they look, yeah. like, if you look at a satellite image, you're like, man, that, like, is huge. But the but depth it, is very But the depth, it's like a mile, it's like a, it's like a foot or two, maybe. Right, and I'm saying, like, how are, how are you measuring the, the strength of your relationship? Mm-hmm. And I think it was very easy for me to walk away from that relationship because the depth wasn't there. Hmm. The length was there and the investment was there. Like, I had put a lot of emotional energy into that relationship but the long-term depth as far as, like, okay, like, let's just say he was going to be the father of my child. Like, would that have worked out? I don't think it would have. Yeah. You know? And so I just, I think about that. And I think about our relationship. And I think about the depth. And the depth is there. Mom. And so it's it's harder Judy to just be like. needs you. She does? Yeah. Okay. Okay, finish watching your movie. And then we'll be right okay. there. Okay. Hey. Riley. Here. Thank you for taking care of your sister. That's really nice. Okay. Should we parenting pause? We probably should. And then maybe we can do uh, what you're listening to. All right. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back, and we've time warped again. We did the time warp again. We've done the time warp. Again. We've done the time warp again. Name that movie. I don't know. Oh, from that. It's from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Never mind. That was Jeff's music. No, that's not what... 
I got that reference. Ah. Let's do the time Ah, uh, okay. Okay. I'm right. in space jam mode. I'm sorry. Anyways, uh, we've done a time warp, and we're here with uh, Lindsay's brother, Ryan. Hey, everybody. Hi. Um, hey, all you cats out there in Radio Land. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. Yeah, um, let's wrap it up. What are you listening to? Um, every time you hit me with this, I know it's coming, and I can never think of it, like, on... You want me to go first? No, it's like a lot of pressure. <laughs> I, I can go. Okay. Okay. Well, first of all, I was listening to Space Jam. There you go. Yeah, it is awesome. And go find it. I found a copy at Walmart for like three bucks. Oh man, it was awesome! Our, that movie brings our third me back. Selves would have been so excited about that. Yeah, dude, the website's still up. You can go find it. Not not your third grade self, but my no, third grade well, self. It'd be different. No. Anyways, yeah. uh, that uh, and podcast right now, besides this one, you know, obviously. Um, mm. I've been listening to Design Matters with Debbie mm. Millman, which is awesome. I keep hearing that's mm. a good podcast. It's you really good. Too, what is that? Design Matters. Like is it like a, it's like a mainstream one. thing? Yeah, or? it's huge. Um, she, she has like, he interviews like cutting edge designers from around the world and like top industry people. So designers like, okay, like, so. Like everything from graphic to writing to artists. To ah, okay. every, everything. Okay. Like she had the the original in, uh, uh, developer for Instagram, stuff like that. Oh, nice. That's cool. Awesome. So that and um, I love uh, Revolutions by Mike Duncan. He did a History of Rome. So mm-hmm. He's like a history podcast, but he's he's like a really dry sense of humor. Yeah. Um, but he makes it fun too. Oh. And if a guy can make the Russian Revolution fun, he's doing a good job. That's really cool. That yeah. sounds super boring, but. Well, yeah, props to anybody so, who can bring some pizzazz yeah. to the Russian Revolution. So kudos <laughs> to any history teacher out there because history is, I mean, history teachers are super stoked history about history. is a mystery. <laughs> history is a mystery. <laughs> you know, we scooby do in the gang and maybe yes. your great uncle Bob can solve. Ruh-roh. <laughs> Ruh-roh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, so right. yeah. So that's what I'm listening to. Okay, cool. Yeah, I still don't know what I'm listening to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am listening to the normal podcast that I listen to. Um, I just listened to one of my true crime podcasts, and it was uh-huh. the episode itself was like really graphic, and I was I had to like cut it up and listen to it in hmm. pieces because it was like <laughs> shut up. So you made it more graphic by cutting it up. <laughs> the little pieces. That's why, I, that's why I stopped listening to, uh, um, um, and that's why And then I, I went out and I, I buried you, the rest of it in the desert. In the Mesa, yeah. Did you yeah. put it in like a Rubbermaid bin with acid so that it wouldn't I Heisenberged it. <laughs> like a dude's I bought a trailer and then... Like a pizza on the roof? <laughs> we do have some pizza in there, actually. That's true. Ooh, we have pizza Don't in there. Don't tempt me. It's really bad for me now. Oh, man. You can't have pizza? No, it's so bad. Yeah, oh, it's like all carbs, dude. It is all carbs. I yeah. don't want to be you. I don't, I don't want to be you. <laughs> you got that right. You have my 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 pizza sympathy. <sighs> At least I'll take the pizza sympathy. All right. You, you can't take the pizza. The moral of the story is, friends, don't get diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> yeah. Check your blood sugar. Check it off. <laughs> You really sound like you've got this down to a science. I, I don't, though. That's the thing. I hate my life. Uh-oh. No, I mean, 
I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I would hate your life too if yeah, you couldn't I, have yeah, pizza. Yeah, we, we can hate it together collectively. <laughs> we all hate that you can't have pizza. <laughs> we all hate Ryan's life. <laughs> life is unfair. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think I told that to Luke once when I was having a really bad day, my seven-year-old. I was like, you know what? Life's not fair. And the sooner you understand that, it's going to be a lot easier for you. <laughs> I was you like, said it earlier tonight. I know, because I feel like that was that's something. Rough. But I feel like that's one of those truths that, like, you get lied, lied to about as not a child. Not to Space Jam. No. no. You can do anything, jam, anything you believe in. Anything. And then slam dunk. And then I don't see anybody flying around. Jam. No. Well, and look tried. at R. Kelly. Look at him now. <laughs> well, there's no help. But there's Newman. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Newman in it. might he's have like, a career. Like, who knows? Yeah, like, he's, he's, he's prob- done that and he's going to go do Jurassic Park. He probably also has the diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> well, he probably <laughs> Is he still Because life is not fair, guys. And that's what I'm getting at here. You can tell... Kids have this sunny outlook, like, oh, everything works out if something's good. And I'm getting, I'm like, no. You ordered on Parenting versus Podcast. Look, kid, life's not fair. It's the Figure truth. it out. Mm-hmm. The truth. Now, here's a cigarette. Go smoke in the alley. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Please don't give my son cigarettes. I, I'm not going to do that because I don't even Also, they're like $9 a pack now, so. This is that. Of course you would be worried about how much they cost. Not, not lung bad. cancer. Not, not, cancer. Not, not that it matters. Not that it matters if you're smoking. Just don't waste your money on it. Like, yeah. But man, those are expensive. <clears throat> Cancer is expensive these days. Make smart life choices. True. Financially speaking. Very true. And also, maybe don't kill your lungs. Mm-hmm. Well, don't. And plus, besides, everyone... I've seen the people that go into gas stations and buy mm-hmm. um, cigarettes, man. Some scary folks. Yes. I think you're stereotyping right now. No, I'm not. The Russian I, mafia. I, I worked at Airco at no, the I'm gas not. station... <laughs> Across the bridge from Quincy in in Missouri, a Nowheresville gas station, and USA? oh man, I have some stories. Nice people don't smoke. That's well, no, some very nice people do smoke, but some very uh, horrifyingly scary people, like the Russian mafia, do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I may or may not have sold Marlboro Red Hunters. Now who's stereotyping? Of course they were red. Yeah, I know. Of course now they were. Stereoty- they wore the red three-piece suits. With thick Russian accent. <laughs> like, let's be inconspicuous, guys. Yeah, I, I know. And then the feds came two months later. Really? Yeah. And like, they, did they really with like... the cheap suits and everything. And they're like, we're with the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Is your manager huh. here? And I was like, Scott, the FBI's here for you. <laughs> <laughs> totally happened. Huh. Did he have to stop the hot dogs from roasting on the little no, hot dog thing? No, another story. I, I, I actually cleaned them and did it correctly for once. And they came out perfect. Like, like on the package, perfect. And then all the customers were like, something's wrong with your hot dogs. They don't taste right. And I was like, because they don't look like witches' fingers? <laughs> Witch. Yeah. Like wrinkly? No, like, really. Yeah. I want my damn witch no, finger no, hot dogs back. No, really. Like, oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I, nothing goes better with a cigarette than a witchy finger hot dog. Well, apparently, they're very complimentary. If, if, uh... Anthony Bourdain was still with us. He would agree. You have to have a hot dog bun that's a little bit crusty on the end. You guys, can I just say, I believe it's been a year since he passed. Yes. And that makes me really sad. No, I really, I'm not even being sarcastic. No, I, I, yeah, he was a good dude. He was a great dude. And I, I feel like the world is a little lesser because he's not in it. I agree. So I'm going to give him a minute because I still think that's still my Momo silence. Even though he did say something bad about Santa Fe. Everybody has bad days. Yeah, that's true. He, he's allowed. Yeah, no, no, no. He's, no. Allowed. he's, he's allowed. And the and those Frito pies did get worse. So, moment of silence. Listen. You have to shut up for okay. a moment of silence. Moment of silence. Okay. 
All right. Sorry. I just... Maybe you're just tuning back in. (laughs) No, I just... That really, like... I don't really get that hung up on celebrity stuff, but, like, that really irked me. Like, it made me feel very sad. It was so sad. I mean, like, I know know it's always sudden, but, like... Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember, like, we were were at your parents' house, Mm -hmm. and... I think the crickets reminded me, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I woke up really early. Like, I don't know why. I was up really early. So I looked, at my, I looked at my phone, and I was like, Anthony Bourdain, Anthony Bourdain dead at 57 or whatever it was. Um, and you woke up, I was like, hey, Anthony Bourdain died. Yeah, I was, yeah. In, I was in the middle of watching, was it not, not No Reservation, the other one. The one um, I was on Netflix. Oh, um, the, this, not the layover, the, um. You know what I'm talking about. I do. Yeah. Yeah, because I I, I'd watch it every day, and, like, it was when I learned I had diabetes, so I was getting getting inspired from a show to, like, cook things that I could actually eat, yeah. and it was actually, like, making mm-hmm. me feel better. Yeah. And then, like, that was the end of the, the, end of, end of the show, and I was like, mm. oh, oh, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like it's, yeah, like, it's officially over. Sad. It's really sad. No, um, he, he did a lot of the things that I think a lot of people wished that they, or, like, not even wished, but, like, well, yeah, I think wished, like... They could do like travel but he, and he like, really try was, new like, things. Every man's man, sort of thing. Yeah. Well, if you think I... about his background in New York and Hell's Kitchen, like cooking and stuff, like mm-hmm. he like came from just like a rough start and yeah. like really made something of mm-hmm. himself mm-hmm. and built something good and and like he mattered to people, right? Like, in a real way, not in. Like, well, we're yeah. talking about him right now. Yeah. yeah. Later, and, a year yeah, later, yeah, like yeah, after the crazy. fact. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway. I don't mm-hmm. know. So, did you say what you were listening to? I mean, it was something about murder. I don't know. And the oh, desert. yeah, because you chopped up that. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you listen to things, and you chop them into pieces, and then you listen to I, them. I just moved back, and Lindsay's missed this. For, yeah, for I've missed the sarcasm a lot. The, the, yeah. the way, you know. I, um, yep. Yeah. Your, your listenership, you know. And mm-hmm. then I listen. I'm just trying to catch up, mostly, on all the podcasts I usually listen to, but I just have kind of neglected lately. Yeah. Um, I'm embarrassed to say this, but Dr. Phil has a podcast. Uh, you were listening to it earlier. Yeah, and it's a true crime podcast. Oh, Is it good? No. You know, it's not. No. <laughs> it's really not good. That's not and why that's you listen to it. But mm. no, I think the thing is I'm familiar with the cases he's covered so far. And I'm kind of curious to see if he's saying anything new in terms of information or if it's just regurgitated shit that we all have already heard. Is his voice soothing, too? No. Do you find his mustache soothing? <laughs> no. You know what's really annoying? And I was actually thinking about this earlier. He plugs his wife's business all the time on his podcast, yeah, and I'm like, that. so does that mean that sh- that he gets a check for promoting his wife's own business? He might. He might get another kind yeah. of check. I That's mean, he benefits from. <laughs> he might benefit. He benefits no matter what. <laughs> it's so it's that bristly, bristly mustache. Yes. Can you stop it? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm like mid vomit, like almost there. Can so feel, did you show me her. this, or was it somebody else where he? He interviewed the guy that did bum fights. What? Okay, that okay. Was not me. <laughs> all right. We so, the so the, you know, like, guy, he basically yeah. kidnapped two hobos and right. took them to the desert. No, so <laughs> and then tells them to punch my, each other. My, my wife's podcast, <laughs> and then they stick a coyote on everybody. All right, so <laughs> and they film it. <laughs> okay, sometimes like, this, somebody gets buried. This is the age we live in. Like, <laughs> I don't know where I consumed this media, but it was somewhere yeah, along the lines. Know, man. I feel like we're gonna wake up the neighbors and our kids. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so let's keep it down a little bit. Yeah, keep it down. But, okay, so there's a guy who does a YouTube channel. It's called Bum Fights, right? He he pays, like, fuck, he, he pays homeless people, like, 20 bucks or whatever to, like, fight each other. That is jacked up. No, it is. I don't like that but at all. He I think was, that's an asshole thing to do. Okay, so here's the thing. 
Dr. Phil like invited him onto the onto his show. Oh, well, Dr. Phil's a piece of shit. So. And he came onto the show dressed as Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> <I love Like>. I mean, he had a bald, he had a he had a bald cap and like a little mustache. Okay, okay, that that garners a little bit more respect, slightly a little bit. <laughs> Did they fight each other? No. Someone paid twenty bucks each, and I know. But, I'm like, if this is going to lead to a fight with a coyote line. at some but point, but Dr. Phil's like, you are a deplorable young man. He's like, just get off my show. Like he didn't even last like like even like two minutes <laughs> because he was yelling at himself. <laughs> And like Doctor Phil's like get off my show like security like escorted him off and he was like dressed as Doctor Phil like <laughs> with a bald cap and a mustache and okay, like a, a cheap suit. Okay, now I'm gonna suit. have to like watch this garbage because I'm intrigued. Look at that! They're making you watch the show. Fireworks. We have sparklers in the garage, guys. Oh, serious? Yeah, I bought them at the dollar store. We'll see how oh, good they are. Sparkler time. Mm. And Actually. Jam. I'm not watching fucking Space Jam. Well, you're you're losing. You have lost something inside. Your, I have your seen it like on VHS. <clears throat> yeah, but have you seen it on DVD? Yes. Mm. DVD. Newman. Have you seen it on laser disc? Uh, I don't. Are you ready for the Space Jam? No. The Jam. <laughs> the Jam. Not even the Just Jam. The Space Jam. <laughs> you people disgust me. You're All right. Deplorable All right. So beings. let me let me tell you what I'll I was doing. I'll dress up as you. <laughs> let's 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 wrap this up Sorry. like we said. Sorry. I'm not very good at this. <laughs> All right, so I'm listening, Are you listening to, to besides us, um, besides you guys. Soul getting sucked down the drain by Space Jam and Doctor Phil. Could it be that? He's, he's making himself. He's bettering himself with Space Jam. Yes. All it's right. Program. I don't even know how I can close this out. Like, how does this? How, do, how does this work? I can't top Space Jam. You can't top. Yeah. I'm not um, ready to leave. This might be a slam dunk, though. It might be. We have half a chocolate cake in our fridge right now, and I'm about to start stress eating it. You Don't should. do that in front you of should. me. I should do that in front of you. That, you're, that makes you a deplorable person. Mm. Maybe I'll dress up like you, and then I'll yell at you. You couldn't do it. And then I'll eat pizza, too. You couldn't do it. I have a better beard. That is true. Yeah. That is very true. The comedy guy at the place <clears throat> we went the other night did commend you on your beard. Yeah, yeah. and then the uh, the secretary, when I was leaving the interview at Goodwill, uh, uh, called me. She's like, that, that, that's, a rad, that's a rad beard. And I was like, thanks. She's like... And I was like, I haven't been working on it. She's like, I can tell. Did you ever feel like these people might just be bullshitting you? Uh, you know what? I, I don't, I'll take that. They'll take yeah. their shit. I'll take a compliment, it. a compliment. Because everybody, everybody else is like, you need, you missed a spot. You need shave. Blah, blah, blah. Don't you have any self-respect? And I was like, you know, if someone has self-respect, they wouldn't say that to somebody. That's true. That's very Man. true. Yeah. Life also isn't fair. Yeah. What's yeah. not fair? Life. Yeah. I've said it a few times. And then you die. Ah. So, <laughs> Blink-182 has a new single. Is that what you're listening to? That's what I'm listening to. Blink-182. There's just a new single. Please and tell, Please tell me MXPX. No. Well, yeah, I listen to MXPX, <laughs> but I also listen to just whatever Google tells me I need to listen to. And the Bad Christian Podcast. And actually, yes. Bad Christian Podcast. Did you guys have a couple of beers before I got done no, with my no. shower? We, we, had, we had beers at your parents' house. We, we had I, Space Jam. We had Space Jam. Yes. <laughs> yes. I heard a kid. No, you didn't. We're right outside their window, dude. All right. Um, Meow Wolf has a new podcast that I want to listen to. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's called Too Sick. I have not listened to it yet, but I plan on listening to it and I'll report back. Okay. So, Too Sick from Meow Wolf. Like T-O-O. They, T-O-O. Too S-I-C. Sick, bro. Like Too Sick. I think it's kind of like a... Cool. It's like a, it's like a New Mexico thing. Like, it's that's Too Sick, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. Anyways. It's like when you drink too much Mountain Dew and go to, a, like, a trampoline. Maybe. 
when you get too sick. Has that happened to you? <laughs> Sounds very know. specific. Well, I don't know. I know I was just thinking of the, uh, uh, um, uh, what is it, on the Saturday Night Live, the, the weekend update where they have the, they have the Seth, is it, uh, what is it, the person from New York that comes in, New York Tottest Club. Oh, Stefan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, love Stephon. Stephon. Oh, my gosh, I love him. Yeah. How can you not? Yeah. Sorry, I'm be quiet no, you, time. no, it's good. You're getting sidetracked. Those are those are my things, like Blink One Eighty Two and and midgets. And midgets. <laughs> New York's hottest club. <laughs> it's like when Santa Blink Fe's hottest club makes a band so, with midgets. Mm-hmm. This is what I imagine Meow Wolf's podcast would be like. I wonder. I, I, I bet mean, they're all just like dropping acid and like making a podcast. I'll let you know. I also I in also a psychedelic vortex. Yeah. yeah, revolutions. Yeah, I, that I, one. I subscribe to it. Guys. But too sick. We're gonna check it out. And they just finished the Mexican Revolution. Yeah. It was really, it was really cool. That's cool. All right. Well. well anything well, else? Anybody wants to add? Um, it's a can, beautiful night. You can check out my fantasy books at ryanpfreeman.com. Ryanpfreeman.com. Now pl- <laughs> plug it up. Plug it up. Yeah. If you want to read the coolest book you'll read all year, probably, it's on my website. Didn't you just finish a book too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I just finished uh, um, the Last Circle, which is going on to my agent, and I yeah. also finished. Um, book that Lindsay wrote the foreword for. I did. Uh, Virgin Author, which I also kind of on a whim sent to my agent, and she's either going to like love it or give me really weird looks. But then again, from the stories I've heard about you, Patty Carruthers at Gateway Con. Don't, mm-hmm. don't be throwing her name out there. Not kidding. I, I'm, I'm, I can. Okay. Excuse me. She, uh, she was given some crazy stories at 2am in somebody's hotel room. Mm. Hey, Patty. Patty, you know, you know in which I speak. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when when are these going to be published? Like Patty, I hear you're a gentlewoman and a scholar. Um, yeah. Uh, well, New York, talking to you, um, make me an offer I can't refuse, and then yeah. it'll be published. There you go. Brooklyn, what? And then Brooklyn, I got another what? one. And then I got another one. So you know what? I can do this all day. Keep it going. Keep yeah. it going around. And yeah. And that's why we drink. Right? No, that's the wrong podcast. <laughs> what? And that's why we drink. Oh, ting. I mean, we drink for a lot of reasons. That's but. true. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been fun. And it's been real. And it's been Space Jam. It's been Space Jam. <laughs> I'm going to murder some people. See you later. All right, guys. Slam dunk. Have a good night. We'll talk to you in the next one. <laughs>